What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Joe Kilgallen Podcast, aka Kilgallen's Pub. How the fuck are we doing on this Friday morning? I can't sing, but I felt like it anyways. Damn, I wish I could sing. More about that later. First, let's start off with some gratitude. I'd like to thank all of you for listening to this podcast, and apologies for this episode coming out late. Okay? Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, week caught up on me. We'll get into that later. But again, thanks for all the support. Thank you to Patreon subscribers. You guys are amazing. And check out the Patreon if you're not on board with it yet. Just dropped a bonus episode a couple days ago. So I hope you enjoyed that one. I thought that was a fun one, actually. And um, if you are one of the Patreon subscribers, you'll be mentioned in the special thanks of my upcoming special called Good Grief that hopefully don't have an exact date. I wish I could tell you an exact date. I hired a director who's great, but he's in insane demand. He just directed Mark Norman's special at the Vic Theater in Chicago. He's touring with Sam Morell, filming all of his shit. So the guy's busy. And um, as I say that, though, it's like, you know, if you're listening, James, fucking get it done, buddy. <laughs> Come on, man. It's just a couple little changes. But I get it. He's on the road. He's living out of a suitcase. I love the guy, and I'm very happy for his success. Uh, so hopefully I'll have an announcement on the exact date for that soon. It's only a little frustrating, man, because I know how close we are to the finish line. Right. I'm right at the fucking I'm in I'm, I'm worth the five yard line. Essentially, you just got to run it across. And so uh, then it'll be out and I can't wait for you all to see it. Uh, it's hilarious, of course, but it's also got uh, it's got some heart in it, and particularly at the end and all that. So anyway, welcome to the podcast. If you're listening for the very first time. I'm a stamp comedian who likes to rant for 20 to 30 minutes as my weekly podcast. And, um, and it's fun. I keep it fun. I don't really have guests anymore. Uh, I was having guests every now and then, and every now and then I still will if the itch arises because uh, I'm going to ah, fuck. He's going to mad. He'll be mad at me if I announce it here. Anyway, if you're on the Patreon, you'll know I, I've got an announcement in the world of podcasting. That's pretty exciting. And that's coming out soon. Um, a new podcast. I'll say that me and a really good friend of mine are doing one. It's got a theme to it and we've already banked five episodes filmed and recorded so no excuse like like this week with you know normally i've been dropping them on tuesdays it's friday i'm dropping this one right sometimes stuff in life gets in the way this time i was smart about it we were smart about it we were just like let's make it so that whenever there's one of those weeks where someone has to go out of town or someone's sick we're not fucking over our dedicated listeners because i agree as a listener of podcasts i like it when i'm i can trust oh hey it's monday i get to listen to bill burr or hey it's this day i get to listen to you know the sports one i like or I don't know. I couldn't even name more than one podcast. I don't listen to podcasts as much as I used to regularly. I still do every now and then. I've been I've been liking Fly on the Wall with Dana Carvey and David Spade. Uh, they had a big thing about Chris Farley. Like they did like several parts that I just recently finished up, and that was pretty awesome. And then I check out some of my friends here and there too. But uh, I'm not as dedicated to the ones I used to be. Just, yeah, that's fine. We all go through ways. That's why I don't even get upset. I, I'll run into people every now and then more. They're like, "Dude, I haven't listened to your podcast in a while. I've been meaning to catch up." And I'm like, "Hey, man, I understand." I'm not a dick about it. I get it. People have things pop up in their lives, right? So, uh, yeah, I was I was late with this episode this week, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, another quick announcement: I will be featuring for John Heffron at the Improv this tonight through Sunday. So, if you are in the Chicagoland area, Schaumburg, Illinois, specifically, the Improv Comedy Club at the Woodfield Mall. There, it's a great club. Go to Improv.com and click on different clubs. They'll be listening to the Chicago Club, but it's in Schaumburg. So it's kind of funny that they call it the Chicago Improv, but they do. And um, yeah, Friday through Sunday, be some great shows. I always have a blast when I'm at that comedy club. Uh, great staff, good people there. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hoot. 
It's going to be a goddamn hoot. I mentioned singing. Man, if there's anything I'd give up, I, you know, I say that. I told some friends this recently. I was like, I would trade my ability to be funny to be able to be like a great singer. Not like a good singer. Not someone that you're like, oh, yeah, he's doing karaoke. It's fine. It's good. I, I'm talking about great. I think I would. I think I would. As much as I love comedy and making people laugh is amazing. Um, and watching people laugh is great, too. My sons were playing with each other yesterday. It's going to be a real sentimental dad moment I'm about to give you all. Uh, they're six and three now. And they were playing and they were laughing hysterically. Just the two of them. like I don't know. I can't remember what they were playing together. But whatever it was, they were giggling. And I just thought to myself, this is the greatest sound in the world. And uh, that's a comedian friend of mine, Megan Gailey's father, said that to me when my son was really little. He said, the sound of your child's laughter is the greatest sound in the world. And next time I see him, I go, I got one up for you. Your children playing together, laughing together. Tops, just one of them laughing. And he'll probably be like, well, yeah, no shit. That's basically, I was saying the same thing. You had one kid at the time, so I only gave you that tip. I've got three, so I know I know them laughing together is better than just one of them laughing together. Do you want to fight me, Joe? And I'm like, Mr. Gailey, I have too much respect for you. No, he would never say any of that. I just made that all up. Great man. Good family. Great family. I don't know why I said great man, but then good family. That almost makes me feel like him individually is great. Family, I'm taking down a notch. The good, great thing, you know? You want to be great. You don't want to be good. But I was walking uh, my kid to school the other day as we were leaving. Someone there said, hey, have a great one. And I'm like, you say good one in that scenario. Have a good day. Have a great day. What are you kissing my ass? I don't know you. I don't know you coming at me all aggressive. Have a good day is enough, right? You strive for greatness. You don't strive for goodness, but you tell people to have a good day. To tell them to have a great day, you're putting a lot of pressure on their day. Because if their day is only okay, they look back on, you know, if he would have just wished me a good day, I probably could have accomplished that. But he had to wish me a great day. And now I ended up with a mediocre shit day. We got to be careful with our words. That's my point. Let's be careful with our words. But the ability to sing, because there's so much singers do. Music, I, I had this argument once with someone where I'm like, it's easier to break into music than the comedy. And he's like, no way, you're fucking nuts. And I'm like, no, you're not thinking it through, okay? Comedy is in, is much harder. It, it, it is harder. Music, there's like radio stations that play music all day long. There's no comedy stations. There's serious XM, but like you have to dig into that. But I'm talking about like regular what they call terrestrial radio, regular FM, a, you know, like you're driving in your car, you just pop on the radio. There's music everywhere. If you're walking through a mall, you're going to hear music in the mall. You're not going to hear fucking comedy albums. No one's playing a Chris Rock album as you're strolling through a Coles. That they don't do that. That'd be fucking, that'd be the coolest Coles of all time though, right? Imagine that. Imagine looking through some sweatshirts and all of a sudden you hear, you know, bigger and blacker pretty dope that'd be i'd be like i feel like buying more shit because i want to i want this manager to know that i appreciate what they're playing through these speakers mm -hmm. so yeah that's where i think music has a massive advantage it could reach more people and all and everything like that so if i could be a great singer i, I would trade being a great comedian which i am for being a great singer uh, you could also sing other people's songs and it's really not even frowned upon in some circles yeah i guess but uh like, you know, the hard, like rock, alternative, heavy metal, rock and roll, punk rock. They are kind of like write your own songs. But like the pop world, they don't give a fuck. You think people who listen to Beyonce give a shit that she has 13 songwriters on each track? No, they don't mind at all. They do not mind at all. So, yeah, that's one of those things where I, I, I just think about like, you know, man, being able to just belt it out. Because it's fun. 
fun to sing all day, but I know I can't, I can't do it. And uh, I've accepted it. You know, I'd like to, you know, go on ancestry.com and find out which relative had the bad voice that passed that bad voice gene on down to me. Cause uh, I'm glad they're dead now. Let's put it that way. All right. <laughs> moving on to something different. What else were they talking about? Oh, how my week got away from me. So I might've mentioned, I mentioned this in the podcast last week. I got guys, I got high blood pressure. I have high blood pressure. This might come as an absolute shock to those of you who have been following my comedy and listening to this podcast for quite some time now. An absolute shock that me, Joe Kilgallen, such a mild-mannered, mellow man, would have high blood pressure. High blood. I got the high blood. Uh, my comedian friend, Renee Gauthier, had a joke about being having high blood pressure, and she'd be like, I got high blood. I just thought that was funny the way she said it. She's a hoot. So... Uh, yeah, I, I went to, I did my physical, my annual physical uh, 10 days ago, that Tuesday. And at it, you know, they do labs and stuff. That's not how they found out blood pressure. But she checked my blood pressure twice. First, the nurse did it, and the doctor saw the reading. And then she was cool about it because she, like, distracted me when she did the second reading. And, like, distracted me so I wouldn't be, like, paying attention to it. Because sometimes as a patient, if you pay attention to it, oh, my God, I'm getting my blood ready. Yeah, you get all revved up, and you got high blood pressure through that. And then, uh, and I wasn't, I was very chill. So she had me talking about stuff anyway. So it was a high number and she's like, all right, your wife's a nurse, have her check your blood pressure at home over the next week. Send me the numbers. Like, okay, we did that over the next week. And the numbers were terrible. They were very high. And, um, and you know, there was a, there's a day or two where like, oh, I expect to be high today. Cause I've been feeling a certain way, but there was other days where I'm like, I am fucking relaxed. I feel like when if you have to say it that way, it doesn't come off as being relaxed. You know, if you, people who are relaxed usually don't have to be like, I am fucking relaxed. So I had to though. And, um, and yeah, the numbers were bad. So like, not, I'm not even in like the, oh, your blood pressure is a little high. I'm in the, we need some medication <laughs> high. So I'm going to have an appointment. I have an appointment coming up in a couple of days where we're going to talk about different medications to take. And it's like, just like when I was looking into anxiety medication, why is it? Why does every modern medication, whether it be for blood pressure or anxiety, have the side effect of you're not going to get boners? Why is that a thing? What the fuck is going on, modern medicine? Huh? It's crazy to me. It's not all of them, but it feels like a lot of these drugs that I might have to go on. I go, all right, let's see the side effects. And I start to look into them a little bit. And it's like headaches. All right, I can deal with headaches. It sucks. But, you know, oh, your, your feet might be cold. I'm like, Gives a fuck about that. I'll put socks on. And it's like trouble getting an erection. All right. What the fuck? You know what I mean? That, but then am I going to give me Viagra? Am I going to get a prescription for that? Right now, now I'm a pill guy. I got to take pills every day. I don't want it to be a pill guy. So right now, right now I'm rocking them strong. Okay. This isn't a bragging thing. This is a fact. Okay. I bring it, I bring it hard, literally. So I don't want any change in that area. So I'm going to tell the doctor, I'm like, look, I will go on these pills that you want me to go on, but can we get the ones that don't affect the dong? Okay. Can we get ones that have no dong effects, right? Like I would rather have it where you're, where I could lose some fingers than lose dong power. Okay. I don't want to lose fingers either. What again, can we just have a medication treat the one thing without fucking up everything else? I thought the human body was supposed to be like a machine. Are machines like that? I've never heard a mechanic say, I can fix your brakes, but you know, it's really going to fuck up your transmission. Like, no, don't fix the one thing and make it so it doesn't mess up the other things. As I say all this, I'm like, this is why I have high blood pressure. 
No, because it must be genetic. Because when she took, when I had that doctor's appointment, that was on a, no, it wasn't even on a Tuesday. It was on a Monday. I had just come back from Arizona and I had that St. Patrick's Day Saturday, the, the Saturday before the real St. Patrick's Day. Chicago, for those of you who don't know, if you live around the country, like I know a lot of you who listen to it do, that's why when I used to have guests on who lived in Chicago, I'd get annoyed when they would get too Chicago centric because they'd be like, oh yeah, we were over at this, we were over at this bar. And I'm like, they don't know that bar. So fucking describe that bar in a couple words, but don't just say the bar like people know. Anyway, uh, but for those of you who don't know, Chicago goes hard for St. Patrick's Day. We had the actual day and then they have the parade the weekend before the day. So like even next year though, I looked it up. St. Patrick's was a Friday this year. Next year will be on a Sunday. I don't know why it skips the Saturday, but that's just how the calendar works. And um, you think they would have the parade the Saturday? That's the 16th before the 17th? Or you think they would just have it on the Sunday? They won't. They're going to have it the whole weekend because they want two full weekends of partying. It's good for bar business and it creates it. It makes it fun. But honestly, going out the Saturday, the parade Saturday, not the day Saturday or the actual day, going out the actual day is more fun. The actual day you get the real drinkers, people who are like, no, I'm a real, I like to really celebrate and go hard on this day. I'm not going out the weekend before because everyone's off work that day. I know people who, when St. Patrick's Day is on a Tuesday, they call in sick to work. That's just how that goes. Or they'll take a half day and then call in sick the next day. They go after it. And I'm a little mad at myself because this past St. Patrick's Day, I talked about this a little bit on the bonus episode, so I don't want to get too into it. Subscribe to the Patreon. Um where I didn't end the night at the right spot. We I went to the first two places I went to at live music, and I love that. I like being able to take my class and pound it off the table to a good fucking old Irish Irish number, an Irish ditty. And that's fun for me, you know? And then eventually people get drunk and they start drunk dancing. There's loud conversation, and you're just you're into it. And that's what I love the most. But I ended my night at a bar I normally love, a bar with an Irish owner who wasn't there which I think hurts it a little bit because part of what makes that bar great is this guy's charm. And so listen to the Patreon if you want to know what bar I'm talking about. Anyway, if you're a Chicagoan. So uh, it ended the night where I'm like, who the, it was a Friday, it was, it was granted to make it was on a Friday night, but it felt like a regular Friday night. I'm like, this bar's packed like it would be on a regular Friday night. Yeah, most of the people in here are, are decked out in green. But I literally at one point started yelling. I go, who the fuck is playing Drake right now? Who went to the jukebox? I was going to play some songs on the jukebox, but I was playing like some really fucking awesome Irish songs. Like, you know, like some rebel songs and even more modern stuff like Flogging Molly, Dropkick Murphys. I was going to rock those those tunes. And it was like, oh, for extra money, your song will play 28th. I'm like, what the fuck? Who does this? It drives me insane with sometimes with these jukeboxes at bars. But I'm standing there and I'm like, am I hearing a Drake song right now? Who the fuck goes up to the jukebox on St. Patrick's Day Friday, all decked out in green, Everyone like there's a there's a vibe in the air. Everyone knows what day it is, right? And you think I want to hear a Canadian rapper right now, you piece of shit. I did. I started yelling out, I'm like, who the fuck's doing this? And people looked at me like I was like a bad guy. I'm like, no, don't look at me like that. It's fucking St. Patrick's Day. Okay. It's a certain style of music we're supposed to listen to right now. If you played Come on Eileen, I would I would accept that. But I'm not gonna accept fucking rap songs right now. And not even good rap, Drake. Um, he's got a couple tunes that are pretty solid, but still fuck that. It just pissed me off. And I remember being like, why am I here right now? And then I got out of there. And so my night did not end the way I wanted it to overall. It was a strong St. Patrick's day. It was good, but I was very annoyed at the end of the night situation. It was just, I thought to myself, man, I should have gone to a pub where I knew it was, you know, it was too young a bar. It's a problem. Young people suck. 
I mean it. When it comes to certain traditional stuff, I don't know. And a lot of traditional stuff is overrated. Don't get me wrong. But like fucking they do. There's something about where I, I see these douchebags and they're out because they think they're supposed to be out. It's not all. It's not all of them, of course. I'm very consistent when I don't say all. I fucking hate when people are like, men are terrible. I'm like, it's not hard to write the word some. You could have wrote the word some there. Some men are terrible. Uh, you know what I fucking meant? No, I don't actually. Because you just you made a blanketed statement. And if I made a blanketed statement about anyone else, you'd be up my fucking dickhole. But here you are making a blanketed statement. You could write some. Most. Right? It's not hard. Some men do a horrible thing. that Everyone would accept that. But you write men do a horrible thing. And it's like. And then you have guys who'd feel like they like, even if they know you're coming from a good spot, they're just like, they roll their eyes. Cause they're like, cause it's inevitable. You're going to get comments calling you a fucking idiot. So I'm consistent. Some of these fucking 23, 22, 21 year olds, whatever. They just don't. It's cause they're fucking idiots. I don't know. I just, I get fucking annoyed. I'm like, you're at the time in your life when you're supposed to be fucking off a little bit more. And I think this group, I don't know. Or at least the bars I go to, I see some of it where you see these people where it's like, it's fucking the, it's the Saturday. It's the Friday. That's why I like it when it's on a weekday on the weekday, the bars are still full, but not so full. You can't move an inch without bumping someone. That's, that's where it's nice. Um, because I can't, I can't deal with it when people are just going to like, like imagine going to a Halloween bar, you're not wearing a costume and you're playing the fucking wrong music, right? It's like fucking read a room read a room and i'm if, if i own a bar which one day i think i'd like to and i'd really like to run it my way i would have a remote control behind the bar and i think a lot of these bars do have this they they just don't use it as often as they should because the bartenders get busy so i'm not even blaming them but i'd have one manager who's as part of what i would call atmosphere control you know any other night of the week fine play that shit st patrick's day no no and skip it mid-song. Let them hear the first few notes. Let them start to get into it and change it. And if they go, go, hi, hi, there's a fucking door. We don't need you tonight. Come back another day when you can play your garbage. All right, maybe I'm getting a little too upset about that. Ooh, here we go. Here's a little uh, positive line. I just, you're always one decision away from a totally different life. I started following this fucking, uh, these like uh, positive quotes thing on uh, Instagram. Some of them are gems. Some of them suck. Uh, like that one's duh. Um, all right, hold on. Let's see this. Understand that you own nothing. Everything that surrounds you is temporary. Only the love in your heart will last forever. I'm going to repeat that one. I want to let that one sink in. Understand you own nothing. Everything that surrounds you is temporary and only the love in your heart lasts forever. That I agree with. I think that is very big. I am someone who likes to collect things sometimes. And I, I, I was really into sports memorabilia for a stretch. And and yeah, like, look, if you look in the background behind me, I got a bunch of cool shit behind me that I think is cool. Other people might think it's not cool, but whatever. What I've, no, what I've noticed about life is that, you know, after my dad passed away and that really sucked, you know, all of his things were like, all right, well, what do we do with this stuff? Who wants this? Who wants that? And I remember just being like, man, you can't take it with you. You really can't. So instead of me, you know, buying a new bobblehead, a new Chicago comes bobblehead for, you know, 25, 30 bucks a pop. Whenever I see a good deal on one in the box, still on marketplace, I could use that money to treat my friends to an extra round or I can spend it on my kids. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what I, that's what I think this means by like everything that surrounds you is temporary. So like bringing joy to others 
that should be like your your prerogative um, or your priority prerogative, whatever. I don't know words. And I look around my office. You guys can't see the whole office, but I do have a lot of really cool stuff around here. I've had one friend in my office since we built it last summer, one and some family, but like I'm, I'm showing myself with all this cool shit that most people will never see. Yeah. It's for me. I like to look at it, but a lot of times when you buy cool shit, you want to share it with other people. So yeah, you can, you definitely want to have a life worth sharing. Sorry. I got so negative with the annoying people on St. Patrick's day that I decided to switch gears and start uh, reading some positive things. Let's see who practice the pause. When in doubt, pause. When angry, pause. When tired, pause. When stressed, pause. And when you pause, pray, it says. I'm not a big prayer, but I'm like a positive thinking type of person. Um, that's from someone named Toby Mac. That's not a bad idea, taking a beat. I call it taking a beat, you know, before you get all like crazy. That's very hard to do, though, if you have an explosive temper like myself. So some of this advice, it, it works if you're a certain type of person. You know, that's, that's one thing with these internet gurus and a lot of the people who used to kind of make fun of internet gurus became one. Joe Rogan's an internet guru. Now I used to like seeing his clips. I'd watch them and I, I stuck up for him for a while, but the last few years I can't, he's, he went off the deep end. It's the effects it had on certain people. I used to be a, a Gary Vaynerchuk fan. Cause I'm like, Oh, that dude's just preaching empathy and he just wants people he's got a lot of energy and he's telling people like hey you could retrieve your dreams that was like his big thing you know obviously he's a big time let's make a lot of money type of guy but always seemed nice enough so it was all pre-pandemic i was like oh they're, they're nice they're fine why do people i don't understand the hate they get so the way they look or they're, they're a little too in your face with their personality and then the pandemic hit and they, i've noticed a lot of people got consumed by one thing gary vaynerchuk didn't even talk anything with the pandemic his whole thing, he became so into NFTs. He thought that was the next big thing. And anyone who doesn't have a shred of this might not work, I can't. Mm, I just, he, then I realized about him, oh, he's one of those new is always better guys. Like when Facebook did the meta thing and everyone's talking about the metaverse, most people I know when they heard that were like, that sounds pretty fucking dumb. I don't want to spend time. I'm already spending too much time in this shit. You want me to spend time in a virtual scenario where I'm wearing virtual reality headset and I'm going to interact with my friends that way? No. No, no, no. They just weren't into it. And I don't, I still don't know anyone who's talking about it. I'm not saying it might not catch on a few years down the road, but this new is always better thing is totally incorrect. Gary Vaynerchuk's a big, whatever the next thing is, jump all over it while you can, because you're going to be sad you didn't get into it originally. If his message would be like, fuck with it. If you like it, stick with it. If you don't, who gives a shit? Then I'd respect that more. Rogan, he got really, I understand the timing of it, it was crazy in his world. He signs a $100 million deal, which is like, holy shit. Takes his podcast off other platforms, make it specific to Spotify. That's the deal. He moves to Austin, Texas, gets out of LA, um, brings some of his boys with him. And then he's told he can't tour doing Sam comedy or, or, or the UFC events were going to be completely different or this and that. And so I think he just didn't handle it well. So then everything became, this is a fucking conspiracy. This like, and I'm not saying don't doubt every conspiracy and there are, and yeah, fuck the pharmaceutical company in a lot of ways and fuck our um, company, not company, pharmaceutical industry is what I should have said. And, and yeah, there's a lot, of, but they didn't stop to think it through enough. And it almost like it's there. It's when you, sometimes you meet people and you could tell they don't know people in another industry, you know, like I always said growing up, I figured this out early on in my life that you, everyone needs to have a friend that's a mechanic and a friend that's like a doctor or a nurse. 
Uh, you, you need a doctor and nurse. You need, you need those types of people. And when it all went down, I asked my doctor family members and doctor and nurse, nurse wife and nurse, you know, family and all that. And I was just like, what's going on with this? And they're like, oh no, it's legit. It's legit. How, how we're going to, you know, stop this and stop that. Th that's up for some debate. Sure. You know? Um, and when I said, how's the vaccine? They go, well, yeah, it's fine. I mean, we'll see how. You know the strand changes constantly, so we'll see which what what it does. But it's not going to hurt you, you know. And it really didn't. I mean, of the, I know there's going to be people who think everyone who had a heart attack young it's because of the vaccine. There's people who have heart attacks young forever, forever. You know, it's crazy. There was a picture of this head coach, and this might sound slightly insensitive, but there was a picture of a head coach. I think he was a coach for some school, and people knew him because I remember seeing everyone tweeting like, "Oh, it's so sad." People commented. Was he vaxxed? I'm like, look at his picture, you stupid fuck. He's 61 and looks terrible. Okay. You think 61 guys who look who have jowls, like his he's got neck fat hanging off his face. Like, come on. Is that where we're at? Is that where not, not all? Is that where some of you people are? Right? Where you see some of that and you're like, oh, uh, fucking clearly he, he got the vax, he got the jab, and that's why he died at 79, even though he smoked seven packs of cigarettes a day. Wasn't the cigarettes. It was the fucking vaccine. God damn it, Fauci. Like that's what they've become. It's crazy. But the last point I'll make, and then I got to run as well with the vert with the uh, internet guru people, is that like sometimes they give advice where you're like, that's not practical. You know what I mean? Like the person's like, pause, take a second. Well, it depends who you are. One woman said, you want to get over anxiety? Whenever I feel anxiety coming on, I draw a nice warm bath. Oh, really? Because I've got a bathtub in my fucking car when I'm in rush hour traffic. You dunce. Like seriously. All right, we'll talk more about this next week. That's going to be the podcast uh, for this week. I got to go run and pick up my child. You guys are amazing. I'm going to dedicate more time to this, but I also got the new podcast coming, so I'm definitely going to have to revamp the schedule when each podcast comes out because the new one's coming, baby. Oh, it's coming. Cheers. You guys are the best. Love you.